Welcome back to Kyle's Questions. I'm DJ. And I'm Tarshawn. Thank you guys so much for listening. Tarshawn, I want to jump right in, man. We've got a good question. Let's go, my brother. This is the kind of question where I want to look at both sides of the coin. So the question is, why is it important to be prepared? And I say double-sided coin because when I ask that, have you ever been in a situation where you were not prepared? Absolutely. Okay. And what you don't even have to say the situation necessarily, but I'm. What tends to happen when people aren't prepared? I guess is we are getting into it. Why? Why? Why is it important to be prepared so you don't experience what we're about to share? Um, there's a higher chance that you will mess up, not be ready, fail, fail. Higher chance. Now, you can still be prepared and do all those things. That can still happen, yeah. but it's a higher chance. And I think mentally, I'm going to slow down because I could really unpack this real fast. I want to go slow. But um, mentally, I think you'll be more comfortable going into something if you prepare for it than if not. Mm. No, that- that's good. You know, I have a funny story about college because... I was the typical procrastinator, yeah. which meant a lot of times I was unprepared in class. Yeah. So I'm trying to avoid eye contact with the professor so they don't call on me because I showed it and read what I was supposed to, you know. And I got by, right? And, you know, did okay, survived. And procrastinators, that's the worst thing about a procrastinator is that they can, <laughs> you do it all right before and you, you kind of get by. And that's the worst thing that teaches you is like, I'm good. You're not really, though, because my last semester, I decided something. I was like, you know what? I'm going to try something crazy. I was done with football, so I had a little more free time. I was like, I'm going to try, you know, that table of contents or the uh, syllabus they get. That's what it's called, not table of contents. Syllabus, Syllabus they give you. It's like, hey, here's the schedule. This is when this is due, and this is when you have to have both reading, quizzes, tests, most everything's there. So I thought, you know, I I had never done this. I know this sounds crazy. Yeah. But I was like, I'm actually going to do stuff on time. <laughs> like essentially what I decided was I'm going to be prepared this semester. Yeah, bro. I showed up to class prepared. I prepared for my my papers I had to write ahead of time. I pre- I was prepared. Bro, it was a totally different experience. It was so much better. Yeah. Like why did I live the most of my you're like this is what college could be like? Bro, I was so stressed out much of what? my college career cuz I was not prepared, man. Well, think about and I mean that's that's great that you said that cuz I think the reason why we don't like to prepare for things because it costs us time. Okay, there you go. That's good. Well, that's a good question. Why do we not prepare? Yeah, we well, don't cause, like because a lot do. of times we don't. Yeah, you know, there's couples that get married. You know, they don't do any kind of pres. Like, what did you do? Premarriage counseling? No. They don't need that. Yeah, yeah. We need premarriage. <laughs> ca- that was me, bro. I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> okay, we so. don't need that. You know, now, now that's why they have what we use here. We call prepare and enrich. So now you're you're in the enrich phase, which means that means you can enrich your marriage by going through that. So you need to just go on and do that. No, I did. We did it. Oh, y'all did. Well, it. No, we did do it. I you're said. Saying, I, okay, your attitude which, was I don't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, premarital counseling. My mom, dad, both said it. My uh, my wife said it. That so okay, so that's a things that brings out a good point. Do you think part of the the reason? And, and let me ask you this: Are you thankful you did it? Yeah. Okay. That's why so, I can say I didn't want to. <laughs> do you think? Do you think part of it is we deceive ourselves in thinking we are, we kind of fool ourselves, lie to ourselves, saying we are prepared. Like I'm good. 
You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, like, no matter what it comes it. to, I think we have that kind of attitude. Man, I was shocked when I found out the things I didn't know. That's right? awesome. My mind was turned completely upside down. But, but I will say this. Premarital counseling told me a lot. It wasn't easy. Yeah. There was a lot of time. There was a lot of nights we got our days we got done with premarital counseling and we walked away and we were not happy. You weren't talking to each other. Yeah. It took some it took some real looking in the mirror. And it wasn't not happy with one another. We were not happy with ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Because of how we weren't treating one another. But that's interesting. I've never thought of that before that when you said it just it just dawned on me. That's a good observation, I think, to make is a lot of times, no matter what you're preparing for or what you're it, basically everything we do in life requires preparation. Absolutely. Right. I mean, it's just food. If you're going to cook, you know, we, my wife and I, we try to eat real healthy. And, and you're right. Like when you mentioned the time, a lot of times like, well, I want to eat healthy. But if we don't realize the sacrifice of time it's going to take to do that. Right. You, you ain't going to make it. Yeah. Um, that's no. interesting, though, that a lot of times we. It was like, why are we not prepared? Well, because most times we fool ourselves into thinking, oh, we, we're I'm I'm good, right? You know, right? That's interesting. Yeah, man. we but always we, we always think about stuff like, oh my gosh, man, the only thing that makes me oh DJ, what about the daggone half marathon I ran? Oh Remember yeah, that? you ran. Remember that? You were not prepared. Oh my gosh, not bro. The, I'm not gonna name names, but I know other people who've tried that. I just went in, and I mean, That's I so, did it. I finished. I did but it. But you paid a severe price. But I could oh, walk for three days. Could walk you? for three days, bro. Back was all tore up. I don't even know how I got to my back. But and it how did. many times during that run? I bet those first three miles, you're like, "See, I didn't need to do it. I'm good. I'm oh. good." By mile seven, you're thinking, "Oh man, I'm gonna die." I've been know? straight for a five k, but a half marathon? <laughs> oh no, bro. Yeah, I think you can pull off a fat. You can. People talk about couch to five k. I think you can just literally get up and go run a five k. It might hurt you, but you can do you it. You can do it. But I. uh yeah, yeah, half half marathon, not so much. But that is interesting that, and see, that's the worst feeling. So you fool yourself, you deceive yourself, going, I'm good, I'm good. And then you start off like, see, I'm good. And then at some point, reality sinks in. Mm-hmm. At some point, it hits you that, oh, no, yeah, I am not prepared. It's mouse eight. This is, this is not, this is not good. I could have, I could have. And you, and you realize, so, man, you don't want to be in that. That mode. So let me ask you this then. So we, we talk about, I think, so I feel like we're saying it's important so that you, why is it important? Because you don't want to experience that. We all, you, you want to be ready for that situation, whatever it is. Yeah. You want to be equipped. You don't want to deceive yourself saying I'm good. So how do you get prepared? How do you know if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing to be prepared? I think that's a gut check. Like you gotta, you gotta really be humble with yourself and really know what it takes. I mean, I'm looking at myself now. This is this is something like people think I'm I had a conversation with this guy yesterday about me being nervous to sing in front of people. Right? To get up, get up mm. on there and actually you know praise yeah. and worship whatever the case yeah. may be. I mean, I know it's for the house. I mean, I know it's for God and and everything, but that still takes, you know, it still takes a certain level of, you know, uh how do you say? I don't want to be like not being scared or yeah. not yeah, being yeah, fearful no. of the yeah. moment. Um, and I think the more and more times I've done it, I found myself finding things to make me com- bring comfort. Um, I, whatever the case may be, I may go. One thing I always do is I get there. It may be the day before or the the 
shortly before the moment of, but I'll get there when the whole room is empty mm-hmm. and just stand where I'm going to stand at and then visual, and, just, and just visualize the situation. So like you, you about to take this trip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if I, if I was you not saying you do this, but if I was you, I would go, if I could sneak out there on the mat, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. just, and just visualize everything I'm about to do, yeah. everything I'm going to, and then see myself finishing. Yeah. Right. So when, when I'm about to like when I'm about to sing and the music starts, I've already been there. I've already been there. I've already seen the people. I already know what faces look like. I already hear the sound. I know what's gonna happen. Mm. I know what I already and I put myself in situations in the mindset of what if things go wrong? What if this goes wrong? What if that goes wrong? But I try to visualize succeeding. Mm. Visualize succeeding more than anything. And then when it's all said and done. That's why I feel like I'm not as nervous, and I've already been there. Now, mm. I, there's been times where I couldn't get out there, and I've noticed a difference in me. You know what I'm saying? But ultimately, yeah, that's how I, that's how I deal with stuff. Sometimes I don't think people want to take the responsibility they have to be prepared. So you find someone that that, in other words, when they find themselves not prepared, you see the shift blame yeah. come in, yeah. and they never consider. No, no, no. All this is because you didn't prepare for this moment. This is on you. Yeah. Like not on this is this is you. And I like what you said about you got to humble yourself. And and that made me think that, hey, we got to be willing to admit we don't know everything. Find people who've done that before. So like you've, we've mentioned pre-marriage. So find some older people who've been married for a while and ask them, hey, what, what are some keys to marriage for you guys? What are some lessons you've learned? Like being willing to ask somebody that if it's a senior in college, hey, that you've seen have a really good balance of like, they're not always stressed out. They feel like they, you know what I'm saying? You know, the students, they just feel like they, they have fun with friends, but they also take care of business in the classroom. Like you might go to them and say, Hey, I feel like you got a good balance on things. How do you do that? What, yeah. What's your key? That does take humility to ask others who've gone before you and, and be willing to give you a roadmap. Now you might tweak that roadmap, but at least it gives you something. You're admitting that, Hey, I may not be, there's my there, there's things I can implement that might help me be better prepared. Absolutely. So I remember a year ago when I decided to pursue this world title, my coach was like, all right, if I was going to do this again, here's some things I would consider. And he had a list, man. It was like pretty long. It was like right. a good list, but I had a year. I was like, okay. So I could have rejected that and been like, ah, you know, whatever. But no, I tried to implement that as much as I could. It's interesting because I saw... There's a there's a guy who's he's very successful in jujitsu. He's done a lot of really he's had a lot of success. And he said the scariest thing is right before you go on the mat for competing is to think and to realize you did not do what was required to be ready for that moment. He said that'd be a horrible feeling. Right. And it got me thinking it's like but on the flip side it's a really powerful feeling. Now you don't know what may happen, right? But it's a powerful moment when you know you're standing there and you've done everything that you need to do. Be ready for that moment. Yeah. Or, I, or what about when you know you've done everything? You, I think, I think the failure part of of it, because that the the first one you you described was fear, right? That's fear. Not no. Right before you go out there, you realize you ain't you haven't done everything. So now you're 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 a little hesitant because you're because the reality is you hit you didn't you didn't you prepare, didn't prepare for this. Yourself. So then and then the next one is you did prepare you 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 succeed and you realize you did everything it took yeah. to get there. 
What about when you do everything it takes to get there and you and you fall short? Yeah. Well, I think that's where you live with the results because the thing is, I you know, people in sports leave it all on the field, leave it all yeah. on the court. I, I do I do agree with that. I mean, there's you look at school, not everybody's going to get straight A's. Right. But can you but can, and, and in fairness to my thing, here's the thing. I always tell students I want them to get so much more than just a degree. Yes, degree is important, but if you get only a degree, you missed out on a whole lot of opportunities in college. What's well, the same way with this, man? If I'm, you know, for me training for this, I'm not setting aside being a husband, daddy, pastor. Like those are my priorities, right? Like those are the things that. So it's all things in balance. Yeah. So I feel like if you can be ready for that moment, you can live with whatever results happen. But it also gives you confidence, I believe, in those moments. So the basketball player who knows that, you know, we talked about the three different types of athletes, the ones who do just bare minimum, the ones who shortcut everything, and the ones who are putting in that extra work doing extra. Man, those ones that put in extra, so they're the ones, they're like they heard somewhere along the lines, Michael Jordan shot 300 jump shots a day, and they're like, I'm going to do that. And five or six days a week, they're shooting 300 jump shots a day. Guess what? They're prepared. And there's a confidence that comes with that, too, when they step on the court. Like, they're going to have some confidence that the other guys don't. Right. I mean, if it, how, how many three pointers has Steph Curry shot? Right. Like, I mean, that's he has a whole routine before every game. He's right. shooting, <laughs> leading all the way up to like I think I've seen him in the stand shooting before <laughs> and making them. It's Man. crazy. But my point is, there's there's a confidence that he that's that's a reward he gets. So has he shot some game winning shots and missed them? Has he missed some key threes that would have helped them win the game? Of course. But if you look at his overarching career what is it success and so much of that came from so i mean like yeah maybe you get a b instead of an a but you get your degree and it wasn't at the sacrifice of all other things right friendships pursuit of god all these like so yeah i think that is a good question though but but i think that's where here's the worst thing the worst thing is to fail knowing you didn't do what you should have done right see that that's that's hard to live with right that that's that's regret that's the opposite of leaving it all out there. And and the truth is you if you didn't prepare, you can't leave it all out on the field because you didn't prepare yourself to even do that. You you prepared yourself to give fifty percent. That's all you got. That's all you prepared for. Take that so, into take that sorry, bro. No, I just take that into like parenting, bro. Like, cause that's something that I'm about to enter that you've been in for a little bit. So I'm thinking to myself, like, you prepare your kids to succeed. Like, you you prepare them not to succeed, but be the best them. Yeah. Right. That they possibly can be. Yeah. Like the most fearful thing in my mind right now about parenting is not pouring into this little girl as much as I possibly can. Yeah. Um, Because at the end of the day, to me, do you take what if they choose to just go the other way? Do you consider yourself a failure or would you say that you failed? No. Proverbs tells me that. Train up a child in the way they should go, and he um, train up a child in the way they should go. He will not depart from you. What is that? Yeah. Look up that scripture. But essentially, in, in Proverbs are general truths with assumed exceptions. Meaning, a parent can do everything right in the world, and a and a child can still be a fool. All right, yeah. because we're wicked and from the get go. Right, that that's never changed. But so that's always a possibility. But again, I think it goes back to whether we're looking at parenting, sports, marriage. All of life comes down to, am I putting in the work that's, am I doing my part? Bro, if I'm doing my part, now, if I, if I, if, if that happens and I look back and go, man, I got consumed with work and I became that pastor that, you know, I was pastoring college students, but not my own kids. Well, yeah. now we, now I got some real hard things I got to look in the mirror and face yeah. like, oh man. But if I've done 
all I can do, then we can have conversations. But bro, I'm going to, I'm going to sleep good at night knowing that I've done what God's asked of me. Have I made mistakes along the way? Of course, like you're going to make mistakes, but I think you can be at peace with, that's where I think the focus has to primarily be on, am I doing what's required of me on my part? I got you. And then we live with results because it kind of goes back to our success is obedience uh, podcast we did. What is success? I mean, it has to be obedience, right? It can't be results. And I know that gets into our little bit of attention when we talked about what does it mean, can, uh, losing and winning. And yeah. it, it, there's a little tension there, but I, I will say to, to stay to honor the preparation side of it. I think there's good things that happen when we focus on the prepared side of it. So even now, you know, are there things you're learning about how people parent, not just through baby stage, but through toddler stage and through going to school stage and through 10 year old stage? I mean, bro, I remember, and I think God just, I guess he's just given me a inquisitive, like I've, I mean, here I am, we, we, we do a podcast about questions. I've always loved questions. I've always been curious. So I remember when I was overseas teaching English, I was, there was a family I got to know really well, and they had a like a two-year-old and a five-year-old. And I remember asking them questions, but I'm a single dude. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I know I'm about to come home and propose to uh, Brooke, who I was sure hoping she was going to say yes, right? But, <laughs> but my point is, like, I wasn't in a season of life where I had kids, yeah. but I was asking questions because I knew preparation. Yeah. Like, it's something, when do you, you can't wait. So many people mess up because they think they'll just get ready when that moment hits them. Man. It's like, guess what? Too late. Now, I'm not, now don't get me wrong. All things can be redeemed. I'm not saying that, you know, if you recognize it, by all means, <laughs> go get prepared. But don't be so foolish to, to be that person. Like, you got to look ahead and you know those things are coming. You know that baby's coming, right? Yeah, so we, we pray over that health right. of the baby and that baby girl and all that. So, so why are we waiting? And so, you know, I wanted to be honest about sex in my home and talk to my kids about sex. Well, when does that start? When, when they go through puberty? No, 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 no. It starts when they're like three and four and you're willing to say the right proper names for body parts. And you're right. not, you know, you, you go through a, we got this book, right? We're reading. So it's like, it starts early, man. And, and I was prepared for that years before then. Right. And I got that book. I remember anyway, it's, it's called a uh, God made all of me. Great book. I need to get you a copy of right. it because it's so powerful. And but that's my point, man. You can't, you can't wait till you're in a moment to all of a sudden go, oh, I better get ready. Like, bro, we got to be willing to be a little more, what's the right word? Assertive isn't the right word. Is it vision for what's ahead? Is it, is it, is it, uh, is it wisdom? Yeah, it's definitely yeah. that. I mean, but I don't know if there's a more specific yeah. role, but do you know what I'm saying? Like we got to be willing, like in the same way, I mean, we look at this analogy of this world pursuit for me. I knew a year ago, like, okay. I know that's in August. So here I got a year. It's not like I hadn't doing, been doing anything. I was, you know, doing some stuff, but I mean, I've been training jujitsu for almost eight years. So, I mean, I was in the game, but like clearly some things had to change knowing I'm going to do that. Right? right. Well, we can do that with all things, right? Students do it with exams or classes they have. They can look ahead. We can do it with seasons of life. Single people, you know, even as a single person who can, who's content in singleness, like bro, I, you don't wait until you start dating to start figuring out how to be a good husband because wow. being a good husband is to be a good man. Wow. And you can be a good man as a single man. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. And there's a lot of brothers that act like that's crazy. Like, yeah. so why, you know, you got a lot of singles who all they want to do is hang out with single folks. Man. And it's like, Hey, you're a fool because you got now I'm, that's cool. Go hang in with single folk too, but don't neglect learning from married folks, especially if you want to be married. 
Don't neglect hanging out with some kids because you can learn from them too. You can learn a lot about, and you've worked with kids, bro. So I would say for you, one of the best preps God's used for you to be ready to love this daughter is you, you've been working with kids for how many years, man? man. And you've loved kids your whole life. So, you know, God's given you that. And so there's some natural preparation in that. Right. But that's my point. I feel like that that's, that's gotta be a key focus of ours. You can't wait till you're in the moment to be prepared. Like, no, you look ahead and you do that. Like, so, so sports, that's why off season, right? I mean, you know, you utilize your off seasons, man. You get prepared. You see these guys, man, that, I mean, to myself, this is, this is where I go from preparation because it's, it, preparation can turn you into a beast too. Like, and I mean by beast, like the wrong thing, not, not gratitude, not, not saying that you're good, but I'm saying, saying that you've taken it too far. Oh yeah. You get what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Well, if you, if you sacrifice some of those, so if I say, oh, I wouldn't wear a world title and, and I take off my husband hat, my kids, my pastor. Now all of a sudden, yeah. Who are you Yeah, exactly. You're right. What's your identity? Yeah. That's a good point. Right? Like, so, I mean, there is a preparation is, is great. Um, and but you still can't forget who you are within that preparation. Yeah. Um, like that was one thing I seen about Kobe when Kobe was was here. Like mm. Kobe. Yeah. When Kobe, I seen Kobe work. I, that's one thing I picked from him that I feel like most people just really didn't notice mm. how much he cared about his daughters, mm. how much he loved his daughters. Mm-hmm. He messed up. He yeah. did some stuff that was messed up. He, yeah. he, 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 he will. He, if he was here, he would yeah. say that. I know he would. Uh, but at, at the core of it, he loved his kids. Yeah. Right. Parenting was was important to him. He's strategic about it. Just almost as, as strategic as he was about hooping and doing all this stuff mm. and being the USA team went out to party one night. Kobe was going to the gym when they came back from partying. Mm. He was going to work out that morning. Yeah. And so eventually he turned the whole team into doing that instead of going out. Yeah. Like preparation to me goes way before people see it. Like you mm. you can see somebody. Yeah. I, I see DJ, yeah. right? And then I've also seen, I've seen you Battle. I remember the daggone peck, the situation yeah. with the, Andrew, and now yeah. we sitting here talking. You before that, after that, yeah. you're going into, you know, competing for a world. I'm like, I never saw that coming, yeah. but my God, like, look at, look at certain things. So, to me, I know what you can say and add cub. I know this means a lot to you, bro. It means a lot to you to be able to even compete. Yeah, no, to, it's significant. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, man. So, but so the prep, the preparation. I know you put in because I've seen the I've seen the ups and downs yeah. from just being here, yeah. not at the gym. Yeah, just yeah. being here with you. I've seen the ups and downs. So I'm wondering to myself, what balance have you, you knowing how much you want this? What balance have you put in to not lose sight of the main thing? Well, to me, the whole. The whole thing was, it's not about just winning a world title. It's its what it represents. And what I saw when I got injured, and, and I've, I've seen this for years with men in their 40s, usually kind of at any age, but there's something about the 40s where I feel like that tends to be the season of, you know, you got your 20s, 30s, 40s. For some reason, 40s, and maybe it's because a man has got more, the most amount of his responsibility in his life, it's kind of creeping up on him. And so I've seen men get complacent 
I've seen men start checking out in different areas of their life, kind of giving up, kind of quitting. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And in, in different avenues, man. And and that really got my attention. And, and I saw hints of that enough in my own heart, you know, when I got hurt, started feeling sorry myself and all this stuff. And I was like, man, I, I don't want to go down like this, man. I, I'm, I knew that if I'm going to finish my life well, you know, and hey, I may have another, I may have a day, year, 40, who knows, man. But my point is, I don't know. God's got my numbers day and my day's number. But my point is, I don't want to be a man who checks out. Right. I don't want to be a man who gets complacent. And so this whole journey to me is beyond jujitsu. To me, it's about, am I willing to push in all areas of my life? And so it just so happens that me pursuing these things when I'm out there grinding and I'm, and I'm, you know, and I'm fitting things in, like, I'm not just, I mean, I'm having to fit it in with my normal flow of life. Like, but whether I'm out there flipping tires or, um, you know, a lot of prep is done alone in the dark with no, you know, you know, I'm in the dark, ain't nobody around watching, right? which is why I bet a lot of people don't like preparing. It's like, it's not very, (laughs) it's not very appealing, right? There's nobody sitting there. Everybody wants to get the, the, the goal, but nobody wants to do the work that's required to get there. Right. But, right. but I would say for me, man, that's what makes it so special is what it represents. And so, you know, I have to be careful because I feel like I've already, I've already won in that sense, like regardless of what happens, but I don't want to say that out loud, even though I just did, but just because the goal is not, the goal is to finish. The goal is to get out there and, and stand on right there and be like, all right, I've done everything I need to do to be ready. So let's do this. And Okay, so we know the goal. We know the goal of your mind. I'm just trying to strip your mind. I'm yeah. under, what's under the hood right yeah. now with you? Um, so we know the goal of your mindset. What about what about the fear? What's the fears? I mean, I mean, I don't want to say fear because there's... I, well, no, there's not, always fear. I mean, yeah. You got to be honest about fear. I'm yeah. good with that question. Yeah, okay. So what's the fear? What are you scared of? What are you fearful of? Um, I would say, you know, if I'm honest, like getting hurt again. Yeah. You know, you're out there. The intensity, my buddy's already told me it's different out there. I mean, when you get to world, the it's the baddest of the baddest. I mean, here's the deal. Are there other bad dudes out there? Yeah, but this is the dudes who are, you pay to show up. Like, it's kind of the proving ground. So whoever showed up. I mean, it's the baddest of the bad. Right. And they're not there to, I mean, look, it'll be friendly and stuff before, but during the match, I mean, they're coming for you. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's crazy. And, you know, at Brown Belt up, I mean, at that point, the intensity, I feel like just, it gets higher, the higher you go. And, and so, yeah, I think that's a fear. Um, I do fear if I'm honest, like I would, I would hate, dude, I've invested a lot of time and money and I'm spending time away from the family to do this, but I'd hate to go out there and you know straight up get choked out in like 15 seconds you know it's like man or even lose my first match like I don't I don't want to do that and um you know but I say all that being honest about that but I I mean I'll be honest with you if you ask me my headspace is like if I'm that's honest about my fears from the beginning like early on yeah but I feel like going back to our preparation you know what's interesting what's up because I've been putting in the work, bro, I've never, I'm in better shape now than I was when I played college football. I'm in the best shape of my life. That's awesome. Period. There ain't, and I'm 43 years, I'm best shape of my life. So the prep has driven a lot of that away. Like, bro, I'll be honest with you, I don't think that stuff's going to happen. That's awesome, bro. Because I'm prepped. Yeah, man. Now, could it? Sure. Am I, am I, am I crazy? Like, I'm not a fool. 
It right. could happen. But I think the percentage of what I've my preparation has made that a much smaller percentage. I like it. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. So that's pretty cool, man. And that's a good question. Cause I think early on that was real. Yeah. I was coming off that injury. I was like, man. But I know what I wasn't doing. I wasn't doing jack squat back when I got hurt. I was showing at the gym. I wouldn't do anything outside the gym. I'd go to jujitsu, do jujitsu. I walked in that day without warming up, thinking I could go 100 miles an hour. Well, now I've realized, bro, these ligaments and tendons in our body, it ain't about being strong. I need functional strength. Right. And the way you have functional strength is you strengthen your ligaments and tendons. So, bro, I'm doing neck exercises and walking backwards up hills and, you know, I'm, you know, all the stuff, man, all right. the dynamic stuff, right, to keep my ligaments and tendons healthy. So, that's really interesting that that hit me as I started to share that way. I was honest with you about those fears. Right. But then I was honest with the transformations that took place after a year of preparation. Right. That brings us back to our, our topic, bro. bro like, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, man. And, so and, and I, I think I think from what I've seen since the last time you competed, like that I know that you competed, like which was the last time we talked about yeah, was yeah, that the last yeah. time you went to it. Yeah. So the last time I, I you you went back to the drawing board, bro. Yep. Like you went back to the drawing board. You stripped. You took every piece out of the car, right? Yeah. And you looked at it and you saw it. Like you saw your diet. Yeah. That's one thing I noticed. Like yeah. you keyed in on your diet completely. I had to. And 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 so you looking at all this stuff, injury, diet, diet, focus, cardio, posting these workouts. I'm watching, bro. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I see this stuff and. To see you now, I was wondering, like, what is he fearful of? Because yeah. sometimes fear drives you. Yeah. Like, that yeah. fear, some people say the thing about yeah. it is, like, I don't, what keeps me from growing and getting up every day? I heard some entertainer said this. I forget who it is. But he was like, what keeps me from going, going, and going to work every day is fear of being broke. Mm. Not making it. Yeah. Not he said. I still don't feel like I've made it. Yeah. So I think. Well, and there's some biblical principle in there. First Corinthians ten. If you think you're standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. Right. You know, no temptation has seized you except what is common to man. So I think there's a principle in there that you all you always got to be willing to know a failure is an option in the sense of it can happen. Right. And I think to your point about part of my prep now. So much of my prep was birthed out of a failure of me walking in the gym, thinking, you know, at four, at 39 years old, thinking I can go 100 miles an hour with some young, strong dude. And, you know, just it, it you know, my body snapped. I mean, right. you know, it's like that. That's not I wasn't prepared. <laughs> if you really want to break it down, I thought I was. Yeah. And then it's a real aha moment. And that's where you got to. I think you got to be honest in life and go, all right, what am I not prepared for? And there's always in the, the funny thing is, man, about or I shouldn't say funny. It's interesting. It's, it's worth observing. There's always new things coming, you mm. know, a new semester, new professors, a new relationship, a new family member. Yeah, right. Man. Like uh, there's there's always new things coming in our lives. And so if you think about it, it's such an important conversation because we're crazy to not think about how to be best prepared for these things. Right. And I think it's so healthy to talk about. It and it's such a fun conversation. That's why I'm so thankful for this journey because it's, it's, I think even as you, hearing you talk right there, it made me think of this, bro. There are significant rewards that come from being prepared. Now I was going to ask you this earlier. Now you want to take it to a whole nother level. Yeah. 
Let me ask you this. Are you prepared to stand before God one day? Man, bro. I mean, really? I, I mean, to it, be we, honest, we, we completely all, honest, man. No. Yeah. No. But we. But, we, that, but that, you know what's crazy? What's that, it's coming. Yeah, I man. mean, we know that's that's yeah. the that's the ultimate in in game in the sense of we like to be we complete, can talk about tests, we can talk yeah, about competitions. Bro. That's at, the big at question, some point, you, brother. You, we yeah. all standing before God. That's are, a crazy now, question. Now, when I say no, it doesn't mean I'm not a believer. No, no, no. I mean, like no, that. yeah, no, no. I just mean I mean let's let's. I'm with you. So I'm. I'm 100% sure I'm going to heaven, not because of anything I've done, but because I believe it's a gift of God. I've trusted in Christ. I've, I've, I've seen what he says in his word. But I mean from a sense of, okay, even as a, I think the Bible talks about two types of judgment for the believer and the non-believer. Yeah. It says each man's works will be shown for what it is, some kind of fire. I don't know, something. But it makes me think. I think... I don't think it's going to be, oh, if you know Jesus, oh, come on in. There's some kind of something. We've uh, been doing too think, much down here. For and it, and I, think that, uh, I think it's a good and healthy question to think about. Yeah, as long as we know, it's not like I'm, I appreciate you saying that. I'm not saying, oh, am I going to get in or not? No, I know I'm going because right. of Jesus. Right? Right, he, right, right? He who has the son has life. He who does not have the son does not have life. I got the son, man. I'm good. Right. But, yes, but that, that, that when you get in the scriptures, like each one's work will be shown for what it is. Am I ready for that? Am yeah. I ready for my works to be shown for what it is? And and that's that's a cool thought, man. Let me ask you this, because this I'm gonna ask questions that I feel like people would love to ask, and, and you can say you don't know, or you know, I don't do no, yeah. me no, never mind. People gonna be behind you when he reveals what you did, or is it just you and him? <laughs> yeah, like that, is this like, a yeah. is this a screen yeah. and people are like, no, oh, like <laughs> I thought you was what you were, like this, yeah. That's a good question. No, I I don't know. I don't. To I me, wonder I, what it's gonna be like, bro. Like, is it gonna be the, the, the? I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. But I here's the thing. I mean, regardless, like we're all gonna have some. Even in that passage I was referencing, I think it's First Corinthians, <laughs> but he talks about you know there's a fire and the the things that are wood, hay, and straw will be burned up, but the gold, silver, and costly stones they will remain. So everything in our life is either stuff that's going to be burned up or stuff that's going to remain. Ugh. Like, and the stuff that's re- going to remain is the stuff we invest in that's of eternal value of people and of man love and doing what's right, obeying his command, like all those things, right? Yeah. Ma- putting an impact on this world for the better, all those things. The wood, hay, and the straw. We, we've all. My point is just saying that I think we all got a little bit of both. Yeah. Hopefully, it's not all wood, hay, and straw, yeah, right? Right. <laughs> so, right. That's so the goal. you know, I I I envision it. I don't envision it being. I don't think that moment is designed for everybody to be looking at it. I, to me, it's a moment between you and a holy God, and I think that's a pretty sober moment and a sober thought to be like, oh, my goodness. But um, but who knows? There, there's a lot of mystery to that. I don't know. But I still think it's a fair question. A, uh, a non-believer or someone who doesn't know what they believe about things, I think a fair question for them is, am I, am I prepared to die? That's probably the—we're all going to die. I mean, part of the deception is, and this goes back—we all assume we got the next day. Yeah. But we're not guaranteed that. So am I prepared to die? That's a great question. I would say yes to that. I am prepared to die. A lot of people want to go to heaven, but they ain't, ain't yeah. ready to die, man. Or ain't prepared to die. Or don't want to die. Um, I'm not going to say, when I say I'm not ready, or I'm not, what was the question? Are you ready to stand before God? Or am God? I ready to stand before God? If you... If you can say you're ready to stand before God, I would say nah. I would probably tell you a lie. Yeah. Bro. No, well, there, yeah. Uh, and who's prepared to stand in front of the. No, I, I agree with that. But I think you can, like, no, not knowing that there's wood, hay, and straw, knowing that, knowing that you got to, you're going to have both. 
Right. I think the question is, are you honest about that that's coming? Yeah. And are you seeking to have some gold, silver, and costly stones? Absolutely. Are you seeking to do things that are of eternal value and significance on this earth? I think if you're doing that, I think that's the balance of things. Someone who says, well, I'm ready, I don't think they could be. Yes, could they be coming like, oh, I'm, yeah, yeah, but remember, tone matters. I think someone can communicate, I'm ready. I'm yeah. at peace with it. Like even, you may you hear these stories about people on their deathbed, and they're like, they're just at total peace, like I'm ready. And I think I think that means they're at peace with their life. They know they got some junk in their life. They know they got just you referenced Kobe. He know, but man, they know they've done some. They know they're leaving behind some good things. People are gonna and, remember. And maybe too. I'm gonna sound like crazy when I say this, but do they got a choice when they on their deathbed, bro? Yeah, I think they so. got a choice to say they ain't ready. I think I think people have died being complete in complete paranoia. Like they're scared of it. If you don't know, if you don't, if you don't have faith and confidence of what's next, that's a really scary feeling, bro. Yeah, I, I, I that was just something I thought about. I mean, like, that's a fair at question. At that point, you dying, bro. That's like, a fair you question. You ain't got no I, choice but to be ready at that point. Like you either ready or you not. Like you dying. Like I'm on my deathbed. Yeah. The final breaths are coming in. I know it. I know it. Like somebody asked me, are you prepared? But you know God and you know Jesus, so that's going to change your perspective, right? I think for the yeah. person who doesn't know God, I think it is possible that in that world they would be like, this is, I mean, they could, I mean, what do you do? It's scary. Yeah. Well, I always that, wondered, that, and this is my thoughts on the day of judgment, bro. Like we, I feel like this is a comedian that's talked about the day that, and he's like they're in a line yeah. they're in this line and you see somebody and God was just like <laughs> you may not enter <laughs> and it's a guy that you just, you know they in like yeah. you've seen them on earth and yeah. all the good work they did and they going the other way <laughs> and you just like well I might as well hop out of line now if he ain't getting in uh, I know I ain't in uh, but that's just something that I thought like man like funny. what 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 when you find out that the people Cause that's why I wonder if people, if if everybody's gonna be able to see you. Cause when you find out that the people that you knew, yeah. that you knew that you knew was gonna well, that, go to this is why I'm glad you don't go to heaven by good works, right? right. Like that's I'm glad that that's not the defining line. I right, mean, right, that, right. And, and I like that. DJ. So that's that's what's good. Yeah, bro. Um, because clearly in that scenario, it's like, well, he that is true. I mean, the Bible does say that many will say to me on that day, like, but Lord, basically they're gonna say, Lord, this is why you should let me in. Yeah. And he's gonna be like, I never knew you. Ooh. So that's the, I'm like, so I would have confidence if I saw saw him walking by, I'd be like, well, he was one of those people. He did it. He did everything. He did everything in the name, but he never, I was like, but I know him. So I'm good. I'm going to have confidence, man, because I know him. Even with all my junk and all my, but I do think, man, this preparation, it's a great question, man. And I I think it's fun because it is so key to life, man. man. And so many times we're fools because we, and then, you know, here's what I will say. We've all been in that spot where we're not prepared. You got to be willing to to acknowledge it and then learn from it so you don't repeat it. I mean, listen, you know, right? Like, I mean, in all fairness to my injury, like I did learn from that. Yeah. It's like if I'm going to continue to be active, I can't not be active and then just show up and just think I, I don't know, that was kind of confusing. But you know what I'm saying? Like I've yeah. got to live an active lifestyle if I want to be active. And that was the moment I saw you harnessing on your like eating. Yeah, like you came back. A, yeah, it a makes totally a big difference, person. man. Like, it yeah. makes it makes an impact, man. So I think you know it's all things, and I think you're I, ready, bro. I think it's good, man. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. It's, I leave this week, so we're gonna try to get this. And hopefully, um, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But I, <laughs> but I'm excited, and I'm looking forward to to getting out there. I'm ready, man, and and I'll be nervous. I mean, I'll be nervous. I know that. Yeah. 
because I started thinking about it. I got an email. I think it was this morning. I was like, oh, man, I'm leaving Wednesday. Yeah. So it's coming, man. It's coming. By the time this drops, I may be out there. Yeah, I'm bro. competing on Thursday. So if it's Thursday, August 31st, I'm about to say, it's when it's going down. <laughs> yeah, man. I just dated our. T- I just dated it. So, so it's got to get out I there. Gotta... <laughs> <laughs> Time sensitive. Oh, but yeah, man. No, nah, man. I'm uh, excited. Nah, we praying for you, bro. Uh, man, you already know I'm with you, man. So like, it's. I just want you to to remember who you are. Yeah, man. Uh, and, and, and take take you know the word of God with you. Even on the mat, you know what I'm saying? No matter what it is, praying for everybody to stay safe on those mats, man. For sure. And uh just man, just lift them high, bro. Thanks. You're gonna be appreciate, all right, my brother. Appreciate the support. And I and I hope, you know, that's one thing too. I think part of this journey was to inspire my kids to do two things, do hard things and face your fears. Oh, so man. to that question about I mean, I told him that when I but for my first trip, I said, Hey, if you're asking that, why is daddy doing this? Is because I want to inspire y'all to be to do hard things and face your fears. Bro, that we always, we all have, no matter what season of life you're in, the kindergartner going to school for the first time. Man, there's some serious fears, right? That's a hard thing, right, for that kid to leave mom and dad and go walk in that school, you know, with a book bag on, uh, you know, grandparent life. Like there's, man, everybody, college students, everybody's got difficult things they're facing and everybody's got fears. Yeah. But what I love about it is God has equipped us to be prepared to have courage and to have strength. And... That's what I hope that this always uh, is is kind of embeds into my mind and heart. So thank you, man. Thank you for your support. Thank you for you guys. A lot. So many of you have been super encouraging to me along this journey as well. So hopefully I'll go out and represent well. Yeah, so, bro. Until next time, I'm DJ. And I'm Tarshawn. And we want to encourage you to stay connected to one another. Yes, sir. To the local church. Come on. And the God we love and serve. Always. God bless. Peace. Whatever you want to be, it helps to be well. An active, healthy lifestyle is key. We offer tips and support to quit smoking and address health conditions like diabetes and high blood pressure. It's never too late to make decisions to help you be healthier. Call 833-283-WELL. Be you, be well. This ad brought to you by your master tobacco settlement dollars at work.